Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Welcome back, listeners. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed giving and the receiving of gifts through the holiday. And I'm here to give you another story today. Continuation of our Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle story. And you're actually hearing it on my new microphone that I was given on Christmas. So I thank my parents for that. I'm still working through using this and how it's different from my past one. But I'm sure I'll work through all that pretty soon as we start the new year. Let's get right into the story. Since I'm sure you're just dying to listen to something while you're on Christmas break. Chapter 7. Chase to Escape From the Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle Story After Arvin had descended down to the secret door, Wilcox took off. They ran back to the camp where Marcus, Carrie, Trevor, and Germain were. He ran really fast. It took him a little while, but he got there, and he asked if they would help them. He told them the situation of what Arvin had done to his co-captain, Jake. At first, they hesitated. They knew how Arvin was a little on the odd side, but then they realized that they had numbers over him. So they came back. When they got back to the campsite, Jake had just awoken. He was a little disoriented from whatever that powder was that Arvin blew in his face. Wilcox told him what had happened, and that Arvin had went down after the crew, and the six of them descended down to the hole. Meanwhile, the captain and his crew started going down the right tunnel. They had forgotten about the numbers and how it needed to be balanced out. And after the captain, Arnold, and Barry stepped in. They flew back. All right, I guess we can't all go down there. We're going to have to even this out. Anthony, Bruce, Terry, and Rick take Arvin over there into that left tunnel and hold him down. Then he directed Samantha, Jackie, and Barry to go into the center. That was just when Jake and the other five made it down the bottom of the ladder. Everybody was excited to see them. After a short period of time of joy and quick catching each other up on everything that was going on, the captain quickly directed the six to fill the spot of Barry, Samantha, and Jackie, and asked Barry, Samantha, and Jackie to come with him. I think having six, six, and five will keep us balanced. And the captain and his group ran down the right tunnel, past all the doors that the other group had walked into. They were heading towards the end. When they reached the dead end, The left door was open, the right door was shut. Jackie opened the right door, and the captain stepped into the left door. Melvin, Terrence, Josh, Matthew, and Jackson were so excited to see their friends. Then they heard an evil laugh. Ha 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 ha! Just as I wanted to happen. Kata grabbed the captain and threw him into the cell that he had pretended to be locked in before. Now all of you follow your leader into the cell. The captain screamed out, No! Go! Leave me behind! You need to get out of here now! The crew was torn. How could they leave their captain behind? But Jackson knew he didn't want to be standing in that room any longer, for Kata could come over and lock them up again. So he pushed all the others in front of him out the door and into the hallway. And when they all reached the hallway, they flew back to where all of the others were because they were now imbalanced with 10 in their hallway.
When they landed back by the stairs, they told their friends what had happened. At first, Jake said, we have to go back and get the captain. And then Arvin spoke up. You can't. That guitar is too powerful, even for your numbers. And then they heard an evil laugh down the hallway. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You can't escape me or this place. What do you suppose we do then, Arvin? I know a way to get out of here. I'm willing to help you. I need to get out of here myself. They had no other choice but to trust Arvin, even though that was hard to swallow. Jake said, where do we go? You need to go down this left tunnel. Go all the way down, or you're coming with us. I know. Gotta go down. Hurry. He's gonna be there quicker than you think. But we can't go all at once. The magnetic pull, it'll pull us back. I have a solution for that, said Arvin. But I need you to free me. I don't know that we can trust you, Arvin. You have to trust me. It's your only option. The four boys were holding on to him, let him go. And Arvin went over to the stairs that led up. And he opened a tiny door in the wall. And then he flipped the switch. What's that do, said Jake? That turns off the magnetic pull. So now we can all go at once. They all ran down the hallway as fast as they could. They could hear Kata coming after them. They saw a door on the right. Did we go in here, Arvin? No, keep going, said Arvin. But they didn't get much farther when a big poof of smoke filled the path in front of them. And when the smoke cleared, they saw Kata facing them. He wasn't old and decrepit like they had seen him in the cell. No, he was big and strong. He wore a goofy hat, and his teeth were green. They could even see it in the distance they were from him. I told you you can never escape here. No one escapes. And Marie spoke up. Well, Randolph escaped. Oh, he only thinks he escaped. He'll be back. Now it could be really pleasant to you if you cooperate. Or your life here be miserable like your captain is going to be. Arvin reached into his pocket and grabbed a couple things. Ta reached out his hands and the people started pulling towards him. No, no, they were screaming. And then Arvin threw two objects from his hand at Kata. And when they landed on the ground, they sizzled, and then a pop, and then smoke was everywhere. Run, said Arvin, run! And the group scattered everywhere. You could hear doors slamming shut. And when the smoke cleared, Kata was standing in the middle and staring to the very end of the hallway where there was a dead end. Samantha, Jackie, Melvin, and Josh were staring at him. Come back here now, said Kata. No, said Samantha. She opened the door to her right, and all four went inside, shutting the door behind them. The other eleven students were in a door that was on the left of the hallway, and inside they saw another door ahead of them. Maria walked up to the door and opened it. It was the dock, the dock where they took off in Florida. Could it be? Could they actually be home? What do we do? We can't just leave the others here. Well, if we go home, maybe we can help them. Maybe we can tell others and they can come out here to the island and save them. They half believed that that was true, but this was their opportunity to leave and be home. The others would find their way. Sure of it. And they all walked out the door which led them to the docks 
and after the last one came out, they closed the door behind them, and the door was gone. In another room, the room that Arvin had passed up on the way through the tunnel, where he stood now, staring at a door along with Marcus, Carey, Trevor, Jermaine, and Jake. Arvind opened the door, and there was sand all around them, a beach, and in the distance they saw a shuttle taking off for space. Is that Cape Canaveral? asked Jake. Yes, it is, said Arvind. The only problem is, this is the past. The past? Yes, that shuttle has already taken off towards space. How do you know that? asked Jake. Because I was here watching it a long time ago, shortly before I was trapped here on this island. We have a choice to make. We either go to our past and maybe try to find a way back to the present, or we just keep our lives going in the past and start where we left off. For Marcus, Carrie, Trevor, Jermaine, and Arvin, that actually didn't sound too bad since they had missed most of their past. But for Jake, that was a different story. His other option was to go back into that hallway and face Kata and try to help save the captain and the rest of the crew. Arvin, Marcus, Carrie, Trevor, and Jermaine all walked through the door and turned around to face Jake. What's your choice? Jake closed the door. It was intriguing to go back and fix some of his mistakes in the past, but if he left his crew and his captain... It'd be the biggest mistake he ever made. So he turned around and went back to the door that led to the hallway. This concludes Chapter 7, Chase to Escape. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial license.